Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Adventures of a New You. I am your host, Jen Park, a social worker and a fellow adventurer. This is episode number 29 of the podcast, and today I want to chat about overcoming mom guilt. If you're a parent, you most likely have struggled with, well, I guess if you're a mom, you've most likely struggled with mom guilt at one point or another. If you've been fortunate enough never to have had that happen, feel free to sit this episode out. Actually, you know what? Even if you haven't, I think there might be something in here for you too. The mom guilt, I think everybody knows what it is, but it's that nagging feeling that you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, that you've not been the best parent that you could be. The whole idea of mom guilt is exacerbated by a picture-perfect highlight reel that's all over social media. Wait for it. If it hasn't started already, those picture-perfect first day of school pictures are coming. You know the ones I'm talking about. The ones where you're standing outside, fresh new backpacks, brand new sneaks, back-to-school clothes. Our kids' hair is actually finally cut. But just seconds before we take those pictures, you know we are all running around like a bunch of assholes screaming at our kids to put their shoes on, get their backpacks, get to the door. And we're we're scrambling so hard to make those perfect first day of school signs because we waited until the morning of to find one on Pinterest and then the printer wouldn't work. Those stupid signs. I'm not a Pinterest project kind of mom. If you know me at all, you know that that is like 100% true. I absolutely love Pinterest. Don't get me wrong. I love, love Pinterest, but I don't love making things. I'm not good at making things. That's not one of my skill sets. I'm good at buying things. And when, when you're looking through Pinterest and you scroll and scroll, that can get inside of your head. You're like, little Johnny should have the perfect birthday party. Little Johnny should have the perfect first day of school. Little Johnny should have, little Johnny should have. And that right there will spiral that mom guilt. Another thing that really, for me, gets me going is when, when you do do that yelling, because there are only so many times that you can ask little Johnny to put his shoes on before you start getting louder and louder and louder each time you ask him. And then eventually even the neighbor has their shoes on. Johnny still doesn't, but your neighbor's ready to go because they're terrified of you. So we all have different different ways that mom guilt gets us. For me, that is number one. It's the yelling because there are, like I said, there's only so many times that you can say, put your shoes on nicely. And then you start to lose your mind. Some of us have mom guilt because we try to take some time for ourselves. We feel like we should spend every waking moment with our kids. Working parents, especially moms that are just returning to work, sometimes have incredible mom guilt. I did. I literally cried and hid in my boss's office every day for months when I had to go back to work. Sometimes we have mom guilt over putting our kids in daycare or picking the right pediatrician or deciding which diapers to buy, figuring out what sports Johnny should play. I'm using that name Johnny a lot today. Or figuring out what meals are best for our kids to eat um, and should they eat organic should they have a dye-free diet should they have a gluten-free diet should they have a dairy-free diet all of these things can can cause mom guilt some of us have mom guilt because we try to spend time with our friends like you try to have a girls night or go away for the weekend 
or if you are trying to spend time with a significant other, all of that can spiral you into a serious case of mom guilt. Sometimes mom guilt kicks in even when you aren't expecting it. So I want to talk about some ways to prevent mom guilt from happening. We've been talking a lot about scheduling your life for how you want to feel. And one of the feelings that I actually probably the most important feeling that I schedule for is this mom guilt feeling that I know that if I do not plan up my schedule the right way, I will spiral myself into an episode of mom guilt. If I am away from my son for too long or just feel too rushed and too stressed overall in life, then I know that I, like I start to get stressed and I do become that asshole that is screaming in the morning. And I don't want to be that asshole screaming in the morning. I want to be calm and collected. So these are some of the things that we're going to do to try to make sure that we can reduce the mom guilt that we have, or ideally we can eliminate that mom guilt, but you might have to really dig in here and it might take some time and some work. All right, so I have five things for you that we're going to talk about to try to prevent or work through. It's prevent, really. That's what we're really looking at. It's not like in the moment, sometimes you just have to like sit in that mom guilt and you have to, you have to reflect and think like, what could I have done to prevent this from happening? So here are some of the things that I've found that have been helpful to try and prevent it what we've been talking about for a few weeks now, be intentional with your time. Honestly, if I haven't gotten this point across to you yet, then I'm not sure what's happening here. I hope that you are all taking some time to plan your schedule in a way that allows you to feel the way that you want to feel. For me, it's like trying to keep my schedule from being overwhelmed and taken over by activities because then I lose my cool. I want you to remember that you don't have to explain that you're doing this to anyone. You don't have to explain to people, well, let me review your invitation and put it in my to-do list and decide if this is going to make me feel stressed or feel fulfilled. You don't have to say that to anybody. No one has to know that you're doing this. I mean, if you tell people that's great because I think the more people who know about this and are aware, then the better everyone's going to feel and everyone will be less stressed. But you don't have to explain yourself because let's be real. There's going to be hurt feelings. If you say, well, let me assess how this will make me feel. And then I will get back to you. Nobody wants to hear that, right? Nobody wants to hear that. So you have to know your audience and know who you're sharing this with, but there's no reason for you to feel stressed and pulled in too many directions when you can take a minute and it's okay to say no to certain things, right? It's okay to say no to the neighbor's dog's best friend's birthday party. Like you don't need to go to that. So instead of feeling mom guilt because you've overbooked your calendar yet again, let's take some time and truly evaluate how each activity that we are invited to or trying to schedule is going to make us feel. Sure, scheduling is fun and great, but if that activity doesn't turn out to be fun because you're so stressed about getting there or being there when you want, when you feel like you need to be doing 100 other things because that back to school to-do list is like ticking down your head, it's not going to be fun at all. You have to set limits and boundaries for yourself. Along with being intentional with your time is making sure that the time that you are spending is quality time. 
if you're half zoned out or scrolling through your phone or you're worried about that to-do list, like I said, first of all, you're missing out. And second, you may as well not be there. We've all been there where we're at home and we spend time with our kids, but we still have mom guilt. Why is that? You know why. It's because that time that you spent with the kids wasn't quality time. You're probably at home, but you're like buzzing around, doing other things, like not actually like sitting and having like a full on interaction with your child. I do it too. I am like 100% guilty. That's why I'm coming to you with these things. I am not perfect. I am also a work in progress. That's why I say at the beginning, like I'm on this adventure with you. Fellow adventure, I think is what I say. So I... It's something that I need to be more aware of too, because I realize a lot of times that in our house, my house is small, but like at times we live parallelly. We're not in like interacting. Like he's in his world. I'm in my world. We're doing, we're both home. We are spending time together, but we're not like having full on interactions and we are not like spending quality time together. We're coexisting basically. I don't want you to coexist. I want the time that you have with the kids to be quality time. So whether they're helping you do something so that you can have that time together, like take two minutes and pack lunches because you do it together. And then you have another 10 minutes where you're spending some quality time, whether it's doing that 15 minutes of reading a day that we're all supposed to be doing. How many of y'all have done that this summer? Uh, don't raise your hand. It's okay. I don't need to know. Um, but you know what I mean? Spend that, that time actually together, spending quality time together. Put your freaking phone away. I know that I preach that. I know that it's all something that we need to be more mindful of. So I am reminding you of it again, right here, right now. Stop scrolling mindlessly and put your freaking phone away when you're supposed to be spending quality times, not just with your kids, with your family, with your peers at work. Put your freaking phone away at work. Oh, don't get me started there. But you know what I mean. Quality time. Wherever it is you are, show up for that activity, that person that you're with, and put the time in. Okay. Number two is delegate. I am a... I'm a big delegator. And I honestly, I can't speak highly enough about it. It is going to save you. I've shared before. I'm not going to rehash it. I'll send you back to episode number 12 or episode 27. I'll link them at the bottom so they're quick to get to. But I'm telling you that if you can free up even a little bit of each time this week, each week, every week, this week, every day, all day, (laughs) all day would be amazing, right? It's okay to let go of things and it is 100% okay to ask for help. Sorry, I'm not sure what's happening here, but number three take care of yourself first. You just cringed when I said that, didn't you? I get it. But you also know the memes and the cliches on the airplane. If you go down, if the plane goes down, whose oxygen are you supposed to put on first? Yours. Why? Because if you don't care of your, take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. You can't pour from an empty glass. You know, you know the cliches, you know the expressions. You also know it's hard. It's really, really hard to do but it's also super important because if we don't take care of ourselves, we're exhausted, we're spent, we turn into those assholes that are screaming at our kids. And that's not who we want to be. We don't want to have mom guilt because we can't show up for our kids the way that we want to. We 
can't show up for our kids the way we want to if we're not taking care of ourselves. And you know all the ways to take care of yourself. You have to eat right. You have to drink water. You should probably work out, right? You know what to do. You have to take time for yourself. You have to invest in yourself. I know, I know the audience that I'm speaking to here and I know myself and I know that 99.999% of the time, we're not going to put ourselves first, but I also know that that's what we need to be doing. So I'm reminding myself and I'm reminding you to take care of yourself. I, I'm the worst myself. I've literally packed my son's lunch every single day, packing my healthy lunch, but do I pack my own? No. Come on. That's hilarious. No, but it's little things like that. Like I've been trying to be more mindful and like, I might not pack my whole lunch. That's like some mental stuff that I've got there. A little mental block, but, but remembering like, maybe I should pack a little something so that I'm not starving to death and turn into the Hulk because I don't plan ahead for myself. So little things like actually eating lunch, trying to drink our coffee while it's still hot, scheduling time to work out. Remember, we're supposed to be making our schedules, blocking off time for everything. Actually reading something that might stimulate our brain. Right here, right now. You're doing it. You're listening to this podcast to help you take care of yourself. Little things like that. You're probably driving. You're probably, or maybe at the gym or doing something else. And that's okay. It's okay to multitask. I'm never going to tell you not to multitask. There are times when it's appropriate times when it's not, obviously, but... But taking care of yourself, investing in yourself, investing time. I, I listen to a ton of podcasts. I read a ton of personal and professional development books because that's time that I invest back into myself. So for today, if all you do is listen to this podcast, I'm going to call it a win. Maybe tomorrow you'll remember to drink some water and who knows, maybe get crazy and eat a vegetable. We can do this. I'm not talking about doing anything extreme, just baby steps to take care of yourself. All right, number four is to lean on your village. <clears throat> I know it's cliche, but you can't, it takes a village to raise a child. But more than that, it takes a village to support a mother. Like, I'm not kidding. You need a village. And if you don't have a natural village like your family, then you need to build that village. You need to find supports, find friends who are going through the same things that you're going to. I don't care if you even do that through the power of social media. There are so many support groups on social media. It's not even funny. I belong to some really good ones. Um, my son has some special needs and he also has a medical condition. Um, and I have found such great support in both of those communities on freaking Facebook. Like, because the, especially the immune issue that he has, like is so rare to, that it's to find another person. Actually, I know of one other person in my real life that, um, <clears throat> that has had that experience, but to know that there are other parents out there that have like experienced everything that comes along with that medical issue that he has, it's just incredible to have that support. And like someone else who just understands like it's four in the morning and we're going through it again. And also then in turn, then you're there when someone new is like, Hey, I think maybe my child has this. We're just learning about it. Then you're there to support them too. And you're like, this is all I know. This is what you need. This is who you need to talk to. It's, it's great to have that village. So having 
even online support, having the support of your family, your friends, mentors, all of that. You need a village to support you. You need your kids' grandparents to jump in sometimes for a few hours so you can act like a grown-up. You need someone that you can turn to for great advice. You need someone that you can bounce ideas off of. You need someone who can teach you how to fix something when you break it. You need support. Don't feel guilty for that. Know that your village surrounding you is good for you and it's good for them too. Everyone needs a sense of purpose. So don't be afraid to lean on that village when you need support. Okay. Number five is let go. We've all had visions of what our lives would, should look like. But guess what? Social media, TV, movies, they all have our visions completely distorted. Life isn't going to be all peaches and cream. There are big bumps in the road and we can either get stuck or keep moving. There are times when you just need to like put your blinders on. Sometimes we have to let go of an idea, letting go of the idea that we can do it all. That is number one. That's like the number one thing I want you to let go of. Like that's kind of what I'm preaching here pretty much today is it's okay to delegate. It's okay to lean on your village. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to let go of not just your vision of how you thought your life was going to live, Look, it's also important to let go of the little task that someone else can help you with. Just remember that letting go means sometimes that, that the kids are helping or someone else is helping do things like load the dishwasher. And I want you to remember that letting go also means that just because someone loads the dishwasher in a different way than you do doesn't mean it's wrong. Different is not wrong. Just because it wasn't done your way doesn't mean that it's wrong. It's okay to let go. It's okay to let people help you. I want you to remember out of all of this that you are not alone. We all have mom guilt. And if somebody at the beginning when I said, if you don't have it, then you can stop listening. If they don't have it, I, I don't know. Then, then maybe I need to sit down and interview them and we can figure out why they don't have it or how they don't have it or what they're doing. Maybe they have this all locked and loaded so that they don't have to feel mom yelled at all. But I think that if you can, you can jump in and you can implement some of these things. At the end of the day, we're talking about mindfulness, being more mindful of what you're doing with your time, with your life, how you're spending your time. Having that self-awareness is going to help you feel better in all aspects of your life, not just when it comes to mom guilt. It's also important to remember that we are doing the best that we can and that our kids are going to be just fine. We don't need to hold on to this mom guilt anymore. We need to take a minute, plan ahead, be intentional, delegate, take care of ourselves, lean in on our village and let go a little bit. We are going to be just fine. The kids are going to be just fine. And I think that we all put too much pressure on ourselves and we need to just take a little bit of time for ourselves, be a little bit more self-aware and let it go. That's all that I have for today. If you have a mom or, or, I mean, I suppose dads have dad guilt too, right? Or if you have a parent who you know needs to hear this message today, please share it with them. I would really appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. And 
all my info's at the bottom, Facebook, Instagram, however you would like to reach me. I hope that you have a great day. Thanks so much.